to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real Well, hello there, America. How are you doing on this beautiful and bright sunny day? Well, at least here where I live anyway. Monday morning. God bless you all. You're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. And it is Monday, March 21st, year of our Lord, 2022. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, it is a pleasure doing this job for you folks every single day. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Thank you for rumbling. Thank you for using promo codes. Thank you for donating. Most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for letting your voice be a voice for God. Had a wonderful weekend. Uh, Of course, Saturday night, we had the... uh, the, the Freedom Fight Nights on Real America's Voice News, which we'll talk about in a minute. Had a great weekend with the family. Got away from news for a little bit. Uh, had a lot of time with God. Watched some great movies on Pure Flix. Uh, if you don't have Pure Flix, I recommend getting rid of Netflix and getting Pure Flix. At least you're having good content go in instead of garbage going in. Now, I was going to start this morning's show off with a video of Vladimir Zelensky Literally, I don't know if this guy thinks he's the president of the world or what, but this guy called for World War III unless Putin and Russia bowed down and met his demands. 
By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if a lot of people know, but uh, uh, Ukrainian is not a sovereign state, okay? It has been and always will be, at least for the immediate future, a part of Russia. Like it or not, that's just the way it is. So Zelensky has no, no authority whatsoever to say there will be a world war unless Russia meets his demands. That kind of talk does not come from a very weak position and a very weak country with no nuclear arms. That kind of rhetoric can only come through Western governments and Western corrupt politicians like our own and like those in the EU. So I will start off this morning now with playing you a video that was played this weekend, which is why I was so rampant up on uh, social media talking about this, because this guy has no authority to say what he said, and he's going to get the world in a very bad place if people listen to this. Watch this video. President Biden has called Vladimir Putin a war criminal. Um, And yet, you have called for negotiations with him. Will it be hard? Will it be painful for you to have to sit down with Putin were he to agree uh, and uh, negotiate with him? I'm ready for negotiations with him. I was ready uh, um, over the last two years. And I think that I think that without negotiations, we cannot end this war. I think that all the people uh, who uh, who think that this dialogue is, uh, is shallow and that it is not going to resolve anything, they just don't understand that this is very valuable. If there is just 1% chance for us to stop this war, I think that we we need to take this chance. We need to do that. I I can tell you about the result of, of these negotiations. So, uh, in any case, uh, we are we are losing people on a daily basis, innocent people on the ground. Uh, Russian forces have come to exterminate us, to kill us. That's a lie. And we have demonstrated Maybe the you, but not the people. our people and our army that uh, we are uh, we are able to deal a, a powerful blow. We are able to strike back. But unfortunately, our dignity is not going to preserve the lives. So I think that we have to use any format, any chance uh, in order to have a possibility of negotiating, possibility of talking to Putin, but if these attempts fail, that would mean that that this is a third world war. If these attempts fail, he said, that would mean this is a third world war on whose authority, Mr. Zelensky? On whose authority would, would it be a third world war? Because the world is not coming to one of the most corrupt governments in the world. That the world is not coming to the aid of one of the most corrupt countries in the world, who, by the way, have donated more money to the Hillary Clinton Foundation than anybody else on the planet. Tell me what authority you have. Now, in that video, he said a couple things that I want to highlight. He said, if there's a 1% chance that we can end this war and stop the senseless killing, then we should take it. Well, Zelensky, Vladimir Putin told you he would end that war last week and remove troops immediately, and people would stop dying immediately if you agreed to the same uh, agreement that you had prior to all of this tough talk that you've been doing lately and trying to pull 
the rest of the world into your problems. He did give you that opportunity. And I would say that that's at least 1% chance. So you're a liar. Again, when he said our dignity is not going to save lives, so we need to figure out any way we can in order to save lives. Again, that option was presented to you, sir, and you've decided not to take that. So it's clear because of the lies that you're telling right on TV and because the authority that you think you have to call a world war, most of us in the world outside of the mainstream media know what's really going on. And I do want to give you an update. This weekend, as I was monitoring Fox News chats on their Instagram and on their TikTok and all over their social media platforms, anytime they said anything about Ukraine, the comment, le- the comment section was filled, and I'm talking 99%, and I'm not exaggerating, 99% was, you're not tricking us anymore, we're not believing your lies anymore, the proof is in the pudding, and now, ladies and gentlemen, we live in a world where the federal government and the corrupt politicians of the world cannot lie to us because they don't own and control the information stream. The, the information stream is everywhere, and all you have to do is find it. And no longer can they get anything over on us ever again. You would never see another 9-11. You would never see another um, uh, topple, uh, uh, another government toppled at, uh, at the hands of the United States of America without us knowing the truth. Before we thought we knew it, it was a conspiracy, a conspiracy theory. Now we know it. So I want to move on from this real quick, but I got to tell you, this man has no authority to call World War III. And if he says World War III will happen unless Russia meets his demands, then I can guarantee you that that rhetoric is being pushed on him by his puppeteers, which is NATO, the EU, and the United States of America. Moving on, I want to go back to this Saturday real quick. Real America's Voice News decided to get into the fight game, the the uh, the uh, the MMA fight game, and start broadcasting these fights on this Freedom Fight Night uh, promotion. Reason why is because a majority of the UFC and MMA fans are conservative. Do you not hear the crowd when Donald J. Trump walks into any stadium at the invitation of Dana White of the UFC? They're going, Trump, Trump, MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. So why not, ladies and gentlemen? I know that there's not a lot of people out there who love MMA. But hey, if we can do just a little of what the Democrats have been able to do for decades and absolutely destroy the Republicans by getting involved in actual everyday events, then we're going to lose. This was a good move by Real America's Voice News. I applaud them for going after that market, which is the constitutional conservative warrior soldier fighter that is the MMA fan. And Now, ladies and gentlemen, in the aftermath of all of these MMA fighters standing up and saying, no, LeBron James, you're a CCP paid loser. No, NBA. No, um, NFL. We're not going to sit on our knees for the national anthem. We're going to stand and come say something to come say something about it. That's what I love about the MMA community. And they are the first major sports league to come out in defense of America, in defense of the Constitution, in defense of the National Anthem, and in defense of all of this woke, ridiculous narrative being pushed on us and our children every single day. And I was, a, I was very, very pleased and honored to be a part of that broadcast, uh, and I thought it was a great fight night. So I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it, if you had the opportunity to watch it, but uh, if not, I'm sure you can go to americasvoice.news, check it out, and let me know what you thought, and let me know how I did as a, as a commentator for it, because Real America's Voice News might want to use me again in, co- in case they do this again. 
A couple more things before we get to the verse of the day. Ben Berkwam and the Real America's Voice News road team was held at gunpoint over this week and this past weekend by Border Patrol while they let illegal aliens walk through the border. And we're going to talk about that tonight. We're not going to talk about that on today's show because we're going to get Ben on tonight and we're going to let him tell you firsthand what he went through and how scary that was. And how wrong that is for American citizens who are there to do the job that the mainstream media should be doing. How scary that is. Okay? Um, People are saying it's frozen. I just want to make sure before I continue that we are not frozen. Let me go over to Getter to make sure that we're good on Getter, by the way. Looks like we're solid over there. Everybody on Getter, let me give me a thumbs up if you're good. Got a few hundred people watching over there, and it looks like we're good over there, and it still looks like we're good here on Rumble. So I'm going to continue. Please share the video if you have not yet. I would appreciate that. Uh, So we're going to talk to Ben a little later. It's just really extreme and odd that our federal government would hold our own American citizen journalists, uh, citizens and journalists, uh, at gunpoint while letting American uh, or while letting illegals go through the border. Also, this Wednesday, the first episode or the first segment. On the evening show of Constitutional Corner, we will be going through frequently asked questions about the Constitution with constitutional attorney and former district attorney of Chicago, um, David Shostokis, and I can't wait to do that. So, having said all that, wrapping up the weekend, bringing it back full circle to Monday, let's go to the verse of the day today, which I titled, Negative Thoughts Lead to a Negative Life. Good Monday morning. I hope you all had a great weekend. I said I actually had a wonderful weekend. Many discussions with God and family. At church, we got to witness six baptisms of our teenagers in our church youth community about to experience adulthood, and their testimonies were tear-jerking. I got to tell you, it really put a lot of things into perspective. As adults, we are constantly thinking about what we need to teach our youth, that we forget that we can actually learn from them as well. God uses everyone differently, and it's important that we are never too proud to learn from our youth. And may God bless you all and your children. Verse of the day, Philippians 4, 8, and 9. Philippians 4, 8, and 9. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all that you have learned and received from me, everything you have heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Training your tongue and your mind are probably two of the hardest things that you can ever learn to control. Once you train your tongue, you can train your mind. First, you recognize what situations make you say negative things or think in a negative way, and you remove yourself from those situations or those places. Then you think of God every single time that you do say something wrong or do something wrong, and you immediately repent. Then you start catching yourself before you say and or do something wrong, and you stop yourself before you actually do it. This is how you train yourself to please God with all of your actions. I work on this daily, and as you see, I still have a very hard time with it. But I am not here. I actually misspelled here. I put H-E-A-R, smart. But I'm not here to lead you 
or to be your pastor. I am here to grow with you. I am here to grow alongside you. And I believe that's why this Live from America family is so close. And for that, I am ever so grateful. Lord, please help us be better. And please help us refrain from negative thoughts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Powerful verse of the day today, folks. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not here to lead you as a pastor. You all probably have a pastor in your own churches. I'm here to just grow alongside you and with you. And hopefully we can make a difference together as all boats rise. Amen. All right, let's go to the Lord's Prayer. Please remove your hat if you are wearing one today. And let's all say it from our lips to his ears. And that includes our elders, our middle-aged, our youth, and our children. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. And one thing that I saw during uh, the opening segment of the show was that somebody wanted me to pray for Vanessa. That Vanessa watches all the time, and Vanessa is a big uh, fan of the show. So, Vanessa, I don't know what you're going through, but God bless you. I'm thinking of you. The, the Live from America family is thinking of you, and we will pray for whatever trials that you're going through, that you'll be able to get through them with the help of God, wearing the full armor of God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, put your cups up as we get to the first and foremost section of the day. God bless you all. Let's do this. <sighs> Monday mornings, my favorite. How about you? Let me know in the comment section what day is your favorite day of the week here on Live from America as we get going. Here we go. First and foremost, right now there are 15 states suing the Biden administration and the illegitimate Department of Justice over labeling parents as terrorists who exercise their First Amendment right to voice their opinions at school boards about the filth that the state and the teachers' unions continue to impose on our children. Now, if you label somebody or a group of people a terrorist, that just doesn't come with the label and the government keeping an eye on you. When you are labeled a terrorist, many things can happen as a result of that by the evil and disgusting, overfed, overpaid, and too large hand of the federal government, including they can put you on no-fly lists. They can freeze your bank account. They can destroy your life, violate your Fourth Amendment rights, and more if you are labeled as a terrorist. Now, those two million people coming across the southern border, they're not labeled terrorists. Okay? Zelensky's not labeled a terrorist. MS-13 coming across the border every single day, trafficking children, are not labeled terrorists. The Mexican drug cartel has not even been labeled a terrorist, but yet our moms and dads 
mama bears and papa bears who are going to school boards to voice their opinion. Watch out for them, though, because they're the most dangerous people on the planet, says the illegitimate regime that is currently illegally, listen to that, DOJ and DHS, occupying our White House at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And I think Hunter Biden's laptop may have something to do with everybody about ready to get rid of Joe Biden. We'll talk about that a little later, although he is in charge of labeling our chill, our parents of our country as terrorists. And this must stop now. So big shout out to the state of Missouri, because the state of Missouri has just become the 15th state. This coalition of states who have sued the Biden regime for labeling parents and intimidating them as terrorists. Jefferson City, Missouri, Attorney General Eric Schmidt joined a coalition of 14 other states in filing a lawsuit to force the Biden administration to turn over records related to the crafting and decisions behind the administration's memo that designated concerned parents who show up at school board meetings as domestic terrorists. A multi-state lawsuit led by the Indiana Attorney General's office asks a U.S. district court to force the Biden administration to respond to Freedom of Information Act requests filed last fall on behalf of Indiana and other states. Quote, yet again, the Biden administration is stonewalling the release of records, and this time they're refusing to even respond to Freedom of Information Act's by this coalition of attorney generals, attorneys general, to determine exactly how the Biden administration instructed the Federal Bureau of Investigation to surveil concerned parents as domestic terrorists, said Attorney General Smith. Quote, I led the way last year in demanding the Biden administration immediately rescind their, their memo. And now I'm joining the call for answers on behalf of parents. Parents should, not, should have every right to voice concerns relating to their children's education without federal government labeling them as domestic terrorists. A FOIA request seeks federal officials' communications preceding an October 4th Department of Justice memo that called for FBI surveillance of parents expressing opinions at school board meetings and other forums. So it's incredible that we even have to do this. Big shout out and God bless those attorneys general, but it's absolutely mind-blowing and incredible that we have to do this in the United States of America. Almost as mind-blowing as incre- and, and, and as and incredible as my uh, my morning video that I put all over the internet that I go, well, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but men are women, women are men. Biden didn't win the, uh, the election. If he did, then prove it. Trump won. Trump will be back. Liberals are communists. D- Democrats are, are dictators. COVID hasn't killed anybody in a long time, if ever. And Jesus is real and you can't beat God, so you might as well join him. I shouldn't have to say those things in the United States of America. But when you have illegitimate, well, what does Steve Bannon say? Elections have consequences and stolen elections. You know the rest, folks, and that's what we're dealing with right now. But don't worry. Don't worry. It's all going to come to a halt real quick. But I'll tell you, going after insurrectionists is one thing. Going after people like the Proud Boys and other people labeling them as terrorists is another thing. 
But how fast did the DOJ put their little tail between their illegitimate legs and run away when moms and dads stood up to them and said, you don't scare me. And I stand with those parents in saying, you don't intimidate us and you'll never get us to back off of this. These are our children and this is just one of many hills that we will die on in this country to preserve our rights to parent our children so you can take that to the bank, okay? Moving on, folks. Last week, before we ended the week on Friday, here on Life from America, we touched on True the Vote's statement that Thursday, this week, they will drop bombshell video footage and cell phone data proving that the ballot harvesting voter fraud scheme reaches outside of Georgia and to all swing states. But while we wait for that this Thursday, let's go to Pennsylvania where things are heating up incredibly when it comes to this mess that's going on in Pennsylvania. Now, I want to, before we go to this video footage, I want to remind you that just because we don't hear about anything happening in these states regarding election fraud and new election laws doesn't mean nothing's going on. As a matter of fact, a majority of the stuff that is going on is going to lead to more election security laws being passed in this current legislative session in all of these states, which is going to ensure that they can never steal those states again, which will also ensure that we win in November, which will ensure that we can go back retroactively and put all these bagged characters behind bars where they belong. Now, folks, let's go to Pennsylvania as this is new footage. And in this new footage that you're about to see, ballot trafficking, or excuse me, ballot trafficker uh, dumps handfuls of ballots into a drop box in Montgomery County. If you live in, uh, in Pennsylvania, you might know where Montgomery County is. And I have, a, I have a feeling that some of you that are watching actually live in Montgomery County. The video also shows more than 100 people dropping off more than one ballot in the same drop box in literally just a few hours. So if that's happening in just a few hours at one drop box in one county, imagine how much is going on over weeks in all counties in all drop boxes. Mind-blowing. Check this out. So there's really no sound here other than what's going on. Now what you see here is a woman. Look at the amount of ballots she has. That, that is probably four inches thick. So thick that she has to take them out one by one to put them into this ballot drop box. Unbelievable. Just sits there with her mask on, pretending that there's an, an actual pandemic that's going to hurt her. Meanwhile, she's committing widespread voter fraud right in front of our eyes. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you can't even pick up ballots for other people and do this. That is illegal. So when you're doing this on camera and you're dropping this stuff inside a Dropbox, it is clearly illegal. It doesn't matter where they came from. It doesn't matter who they belong to. It doesn't matter who told her to do it. It doesn't matter. None of her excuses would matter. When it comes to this, not a single one, not a single one of her excuses would matter when it comes to that. 
Now there's also video footage that I'm not going to go through because it literally takes a good hour to go through this where they're showing you all of the other ballot traffickers that are coming through dropping off more than one ballot. Now, according to the Republican Party, members of over 100 people are seen dumping more than one ballot into the ballot drop boxes in just a few hours of the video, which I can confirm is real. This is why Democrats need the ballot drop boxes, because they cannot win if they cannot cheat. And there's no way they can win on Dominion alone. They need the mail-in ballots and the ballot harvesting. They need them. It is 100% essential for their cheating if they uh, to have these to have mail-in ballots and drop boxes. I want to thank everybody who's donating this morning during the uh, during the Rumble rants. It's a pre- it's appreciated for all those who don't know unless you specific unless you specify otherwise. The Rumble rants will go to pay for our producer and they will go to our slurp fund just to give everybody uh, bring up everybody up to speed. Now, voters are only allowed to place their own ballot in the drop boxes. There is a process that allows voters, that allows a voter unable to visit a drop box to designate a person to submit a ballot for them, but those ballots aren't permitted to be submitted at a drop box. They actually have to be brought by a person who is previously, um, who's previously approved to be that designated person, and you have to physically bring that ballot to a clerk and hand it to them. Putting them in drop boxes is illegal, period. On Friday, the Montgomery County uh, was contacted to ask if there was any investigation involving this matter. The county spokesperson actually replied, we are looking at all of the items raised in the document. If anything is found to be credible, it will be referred to the district attorney's office. If anything is found to be credible, the lady had a handful of ballots, folks. What do people not get about this? So maybe, just maybe, we ought to make as many phone calls as we can to the Montgomery County clerk's office and find out exactly what that means when they say if anything is found to be credible. Because we have the video footage that shows that it's credible. Nothing needs to be said beyond that because we know the law says that nobody can do what what that lady did. So maybe, folks, we just need to reach out to the Montgomery County clerk. Moving on, folks, again, live from America, we have a lot of stuff around the country, especially during the weekend that we have to get to, so I apologize for jumping to one thing to the other, but there's a lot to go through, so just bear with me, okay? By now, all of you have probably heard about this trans man, trans man, trans woman, what are you when you become something? Whatever it is, transformer, more than meets the eye, swimmer, who decided that they were going to become a woman and absolutely smash all records so they could win the prize. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's not the only place that that's happening. By now, we've seen it over the last few years. It is running rampant throughout our culture where men who are not good enough to be the men they want to be decide to become women so that they can become all that they think they were created to be, even though they don't think they were created anyway. It's a very confusing topic to talk about because none of it is actually rooted or grounded in reality. It's all rooted and grounded in indoctrination, brainwashing, and fantasy. If you believe that you are something other than you were born as, then you have a mental problem, and I'm not saying that to be mean 
That's just reality. And I'm sorry to be the one to break the bad news to you if you are a transformer watching this video today. However, let's go and talk about the latest from this story of William Leah Thomas, who identified as Leah to win the competition. By the way, William in the same competition, but com- competing against men, by the way, folks, actually placed about 400th. About 400th. 400th place when he competed against his own gender. But now, first place, folks. First place destroys the other tiny women in this competition. But there is a silver lining in this, and we're going to talk about that right now. And that is, there may be a revolt of women who are consistently losing to men in women's sports, finally standing up and saying, I've had enough. This is wrong. Where's the women's rights groups? Where's the civil rights groups? Where are the rational, level-headed thinking people and the people that actually should have won this contest? They're finally speaking out about it, okay? They're finally speaking out about it. I'm not going to read the entire story that I just told you, but I do want to tell you about the women who are standing up and saying they've had enough. Virginia Tech swimmer Rika Giorgi says her final spot was stolen from her by a transgender competitor by the name of William Leah Thomas. Leah in quotes. Because of the NCAA's decision to let someone who is not a biological female compete against biological females. Now I want if we can bring up the Twitter her Twitter on the on the uh on the screen so you can see exactly this tweet that she put out here it is. This is from Mary Margaret Olihan who said, "Wow, Virginia's tech swimmer Rika Georgie says her final spot was stolen from her by Leah Thomas because of the NCA's double uh, AA's decision to let somebody who is not biological, not a biological female compete." And I agree with this. And it is and it's good that these women are finally speaking up. Look, I'm if you want to accept that we live in a world where everybody cheats to win and that's why you voted for Biden, then by all means, live in your little fantasy unicorn woketopia world where nothing actually exists except for your fantasy that you impose and force on other people. But we in the real world are finally speaking up and speaking out. And God bless these young women for having the courage to stand up and say, no, you stole my win. You stole my win. Now, why don't you go back Rip off the tape that you put down there to, to, to become a Ken doll or whatever it is that you want to be today and go and compete against the people that you were born as and let's watch you finish 400th place. Good for her and I stand with her for standing up and actually being a part of what we need to, we all need to do it. Everybody needs to do it. This, the days of, of worrying about offending somebody are over. Now, I'm not talking about going out there and purposely dragging somebody into the, through the mud and saying, you're not a woman, you are a man. But I am saying, not from a place of anger, to say, you are born a man, you wrongfully cheated and stole this woman's win, this woman could go on to great things, but now will never be looked at as a winner because of you, who's a biological man, and we're not going to stand for that. Go compete against your own gender, please. Have a nice day. That's the kind of stuff we need to start saying, Okay. Now, if you drop a transformer word in there once in a while like I do, well, that's on you, and that's going to be on your conscience as as it is on mine. 
but I felt it needs to be said because I can't, I can't think of the correct and proper thing to say. He, she, they, them, I'm not sure. So I just say transformer. And they call themselves trans, so they shouldn't really be too upset about it, right? I mean, I'm just using a little bit of a different word. Anyway, the Smarty Award of the day today. Sorry, that was so loud. Smarty Award of the day here on Live from America, March 21st, 2022 going to go to Rika Giorgi for standing up and speaking out against this atrocity. And that's exactly what it is. Where are the women's rights groups? Stand up and do something about it. Okay. Moving on, folks. Now we're going to go back to talking about Ukraine. I did not want to start the show off talking about Ukraine because it seems like that's all anybody's been talking about lately. I did want to get a segment in though on this because it is very important that you guys continue to hear and see what I am unearthing, all right? There are shocking reports, and I say shocking because it is. There are shocking reports that the Ukrainian Nazi Azov Battalion, remember we talked about them last week, we highlighted their neo-Nazi group last week, and all we did was echo a Time Magazine story on the neo-Nazi group called the Azov Battalion. Now, the shocking reports, and I said that they were yesterday's neo-Nazis today. They're today's heroes because they're fighting with Ukraine. Well, folks, new reports coming out of Ukraine as the Nazi Azov Battalion is reportedly positioning itself and setting up offensive positions in civilian areas and literally using women and children as human shields. That's how disgusting this stuff is, ha- is. That's how disgusting this is getting over there. You're hearing, oh no, Mother Russia is killing everybody. Meanwhile, what I'm hearing is um, Ukrainian soldiers are kidnapping mayors and you're finding mayors dead. Ukrainian soldiers who used to be yesterday's neo-Nazis but are now part of the Ukrainian military are posting up in civilian areas and using women and children as human shields. And they're the ones causing majority of the damage. Not, I didn't say this. You're about to hear Ukrainians say this. Actual Ukrainians. But before we get to the video, I want to read a little bit of this for you. As Russia's invasion intensifies, countless Ukrainians are being displaced from their homes and fleeing for their lives. But according to some of them, it's not necessarily just Russia that they are worried about. It's their own, quote, army. Okay. No one is saying that these people wouldn't be in danger if Putin had not decided to make his move into Ukraine. But nobody anticipated that Zelensky's armed forces would be the ones terrorizing innocent civilians and refusing to allow them to flee the war zone. And that's allegedly is exactly what they are doing. And some refugees that you'll see in these videos that I'm about to play for you have claimed dozens of shocking video testimonials have emerged over the past few days alleging that the Ukrainian soldiers including the Nazi-aligned Azov Battalion, have been setting up offensive military positions within civilian areas like neighborhoods and apartment buildings to launch attacks on Russian troops, essentially using the citizens, including women and children, as human shields by guaranteeing return fire will hit populated areas to make it look like Russia is destroying these cities. 
This deplorable tactic is the same one that was used by jihadists in Iraq and Afghanistan that resulted in unnecessary civilian casualties. Okay? So we're going to go through and we're going to play you some of these videos right now. Hopefully I have them all pulled up in order here. And I want to remove the banner at the bottom because I want the people to see the subtitles. And again, this is from the same place that I have been pulling all my Ukrainian footage from and my Russian footage from because it's the only place that I can, that I can get it from anymore. It's, 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 it's literally impossible to get if you use any kind of search engines in America like Google or anything. It's just impossible. You have to go to other places manually and physically to get, these spot, to get this kind of footage. But here we go, folks. Let's play some of this now. Военные действия ведутся в гражданских кварталах, там, где люди живут. Позиции ВСУ после отступления были в гражданских кварталах. Сидели до последнего. Просто уже вытащили ребята за шкирку и сказали, что будет очень тяжело. И лучше гражданским покинуть. Все прошло хорошо. Начиная с того, что ребята ДНРовцы провели через позиции, которые простреливались, буквально за руку, там бабушек тянули. Получается, мы, наверное, как в плену сидим каком-то. Сидите дома, используют как живой щит. Эвакуировали российские военные. Спасибо им, потому что обстрел был. Еле выбрались. Огонь идется из жилых домов. Да. Это видят в окнах все люди. Там ездят танки, там ездят грады, минометы на легковых машинах. По дороге у нас стреляли сзади. Лежали полтора часа, не шевелясь. Когда уже замерзли, мы побежали. All right, now I want to go and I want to show you what these ladies are saying about how the Russian troops were actually the ones that really have been helping them, not their own Ukrainian troops. This is pretty, this was mind-blowing to see this one. The Russian guys helped us out, she said. It's hard to read this, but I'll read it for you. And then they go around and they'll be helping us guys, the Russian guys, you know, and look, they got us out. Those who were able to walk, so many that were sick, however many people, uh, it's going a little too fast. And they took care of all of ours and they were... Let's go back. Let's go back a little bit. I want to see what she said. Take that back. All right. Play and pause that real quick. How, how did the Ukrainian people help you? I told you. Brutal. Just brutal. Do you understand? Can't you give some examples? How's that? How's that, she says. Well, now there's no Russian guys here yet. There's no one, okay? They locked us in our basements and above in our houses. They pound and they pound. Where there were no guys of ours, they were still walking around throwing everybody out. Well, it's hard to read some of this, folks. Sorry, I apologize. 
By the way, yes, they came by. Ukrainian soldiers told everyone to get the F out of our house. Yes, in foul language. They were children. There were old people there. There were children there. They kicked them out of their houses. And they smear them. They were Ukrainian guys. You hear that? And they tried to... They started bombing there. People came out and told us a woman's bur burned down there. It's unbelievable. We know the history. We'll never, ever... We should have never had this kind of atrocity. So I'm sorry that went so fast and the words were really hard to read. But that's basically what this, the, the same thing that the, the previous video said, this lady was saying, but she was really getting into uh, how the women and children were being mistreated. Here's another one. There's about three or four videos I wanted to play for you. All of them are pretty quick. Here's another one. See what she says? I can confidently say that 85% of the damage to the city was caused by the Azov Battalion, who is now working with Zelensky and the Ukrainian military. Sooner or later, folks, the truth is going to continue to get out. And like I said yesterday, I will continue to stand by my statements. And in no way is that a, a, uh, an endorsement of Putin or Russia, or anybody else. I say God bless both of them. I say God bless both of them, and hopefully it all works out. Now, I want to play you another video, if you don't mind. Let me bring that up here for you. Now, this is from somebody I do trust. Actually, this is an audio. I'm sorry. This is from former Australian Special Forces Commander Ricardo Bossi. Now, Ricardo Bossi is definitely credible. He has definitely commanded forces in this region. And I have, I have gone to Ricardo Bossi's statements before as, as something that I can validate and verify before I put out that information. So I fully trust Ricardo Bossi. But I want you to listen to what he says about what's going on for real in Ukraine. A couple of times, so forgive me if you've heard this before, but it's important a lot of people haven't heard it. What's going on in Ukraine? First of all, it's a massive distraction. They're trying to distract you away from what's really going on in, in every, everybody, everybody's home country. Now, the Ukraine is, uh, this is not what you think it is. The Ukraine, let's get technical first. The Ukraine is not a sovereign state. It does not have internationally recognized sovereign borders. It's still part of Russia, has been since the 10th century. That's what I said this How morning. How about that? Now, lots happened in between. We understand that. But this is like Russia invading Russia. That's all it is. Now, second point, the Ukrainian people are very upset, particularly the Ukrainians in Australia. I get it. But guess what? You've been lied to, just like the Australian people have been lied to. We think we're a sovereign nation. We're not. The Ukrainians think they're a sovereign nation. They are not. See, the truth is slowly going to come out about what's really going on. And what's really going on is this. The Ukraine has been the center of, uh, of the globalists for decades and decades and decades, 70 years at least. CIA which is not a good organization. They're, they're the, the implementers of deep state, let's say. They've been working this in the Ukraine for 70 years, building up a resistance to everybody and everything. Why? Because they needed to bring the Soviet Union down, but they also want the resources that are in the Ukraine. That's what this is all about, particularly Eastern Ukraine, massive natural resources that CIA goes in, gets control of, and American business interests, and they're not business, they're just robber barons. They're not legitimate businessmen. They just want to steal, and that's what goes on. And so they're taking that away from from the from Russia and the Ukraine. And on top of that, it's the center of the deep state. 
And so Center by Vlad Putin state. going in, he's cutting the head off the snake. Once Ukraine goes down, because they've already taken out the capital of uh, Kazakhstan. And if you want to have a look at what's weird, go look at the the architecture in Kazakhstan and, and tell me this is normal architectural uh, buildings of a struggling nation. But Ukraine, that's the head of the snake and Vlad's taking the head off. Once the head comes off, the whole beast will die. So that's what's actually going on, folks. So please, they are going to tell you their stories about um, possible nuclear war and Vlad's the bad man. This is the war with Russia that they wanted with Hillary Clinton as president because she lost... The whole war against Russia was postponed. This is the plan they always had to destroy Russia because they don't have a, a banking system that is under the Rothschilds. What a, you know, what a dangerous <laughs> course of action that is. And they want to get a hold of the resources. This is them taking down. Anyway, so Vlad's taking down deep state. He's helping. He's cutting the head off the snake. So that's what's going on. So ignore all the, uh, the chatter you're going to hear over the next little while about potential nuclear war and uh, Russia's attempt to take over the globe completely the opposite so that's the ukraine and uh so pay attention but please do your own research don't um for goodness sake <laughs> don't watch mainstream media because uh, if their lips are moving just like the politicians if their lips are moving so me if, you if their lips are moving just like the politicians they are lying thank you ricardo bossi for shedding light on all of that that's exactly what's going on exactly Everything that I have researched for the last month buried in this for hours and hours to the point where I said, I can't even stand this anymore. I'm not even going to report on it anymore to the point where I get blue in the face trying to understand why nobody sees this. Everything that he said is everything that my investigation and my and my uh, research has led me to. And I just got this audio last night. It's not like I got this audio a month ago and then started regurgitating what Ricardo Bossi said. I just got this last night. So again, we're on the right track here on Live from America. I apologize. I apologize that you have to continuously go through ups and downs and what's right and what's wrong, who's telling the truth, who's not, but do what that guy did. Do what that guy said to do. Ricardo Bossi, do your own research. Don't listen to the mainstream media. Stuff you already know. So why not follow the same advice when it comes to this Ukrainian mess? Now, I want to move on and I want to ask you a couple questions. Do you remember when President Donald J. Trump literally created peace in the Middle East in less than three years? Because it wasn't that long ago that he did this. Do you remember when Donald J. Trump created peace in the Middle East, something that everybody's always wanted, something that every Miss America says, I want peace in the Middle East. I want world peace, but I forgot what my name is. President Donald J. Trump gave us peace in the Middle East. How did he do it? Do you guys also remember when President Donald J. Trump was nominated for four Nobel Peace Prizes? Four. Not from Trumpies, not from us, not from leaders in the United States of America, but world leaders around the globe who nominated President Donald J. Trump for a Nobel Peace Prize. I remember all of that like it was yesterday because guess what? It was almost yesterday. Now, you know how all that started? 
Do you want to know how all of that peace in the Middle East actually started? It started with Donald John Trump declaring that Jerusalem is the capital and where our embassy should be. And he went there and he stood with Israel. That is when it all started. When you stand with Israel unapologetically and you stand with God's people, good things will happen. Now, I know there's a lot of people that are going to say, hey, oh, the Israeli people, they've done this, they've done that, they're not that bad. But I'm trying to draw a parallel for you. The only president in modern day history to go out on a limb and stand up that strong for the state of Israel and all of a sudden world, uh, peace in the Middle East starts happening. The minute President Trump leaves, Joe Biden decides to stand with Israel's enemy, Iran, and is now in talks with Iran for a new nuclear deal. A new Iran nuclear deal. How about that? How about that? Pretty much think that they weren't doing anything nuclear while President Trump was in there. But now, now Joe Biden is going to restart the Iran nuclear deal. But there's somebody that we all know, somebody that I think that you've liked for quite some time, Benjamin Netanyahu, former Israeli prime minister. He is coming out fiercely and speaking against Iran. And he did it on Fox News. And very much opposed to any kind of conversation with Iran. But just notice the stark difference. President Trump stood up for Israel And all of a sudden, peace in the Middle East came. President Trump leaves. Joe Biden stands up with Iran. And all of a sudden, we're seeing world wars and people's talking about World War III everywhere, including the Middle East. In an interview airing last night on Life, Liberty, and Levin with Mark Levin, who, by the way, there's a lot of questions around this Mark Levin comments that I've made lately, okay? I've always admired Mark Levin. I think he's a smart guy. I think he's a great a great uh, pundit for politics. The only problem I have with Mark Levin is the same problem I've had with Sean Hannity lately. Gutless warmongers. Gutless warmongers. Out of touch with the American people. That's all. Other than that, I have no problem with Sean Hannity and Mark Levin. But they're gutless, and they're GOP rhinos, and they're pushing war. That's my only problem with that. So I just wanted to set the record straight. But on his show, former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu warned against the United States potentially empowering the terrorist-supporting regime in Tehran by going ahead with approving a new nuclear deal. It is absolutely stupid, but it's all part of the plan. Again, folks, these Democrats, these globalists, they're not stupid people. Very intelligent people. But I love that Netanyahu came out and said that. But you know what I love even more? Is that the current, not the former, the current president of Salvador, Salvadoran president Naib Bukili, actually came out and said the USA cannot be destroyed so quickly unless the enemy is from within. How many times have I said that, ladies and gentlemen? It sounds like the Salvadoran president agrees with Jeremy Harrell. How many times have I told you that if you want to destroy the United States of America, the only thing you have to do is follow the blueprint that was created by Joe Biden slash Barack Hussein Obama slash that globalist team of the Hillary Clintons and all the rest. All you had to do 
is follow that blueprint and you would know how to destroy the United States of America. And the Salvadoran president actually agrees. I just want to remind you that America under Joe Biden consists of the following asterisks. Wide open borders, 2 million illegal immigrants flooding into the country in one year. More this year, more last year than any other time in history. That's an impeachable offense. That is a dereliction of duty, and we will get you for that, Joe Biden. Number two, surrender in Afghanistan, abandoning essential base, arming Taliban with $80 billion of U.S. weaponry, and 13 dead soldiers in your gutless coward retreat. Point number three, shutting down the energy sector. Four, record spending, record inflation, nearly 10% annually. Five, highest gas prices in history. Six, destruction of the First Amendment led by big tech. Seven, corrupt media gaslighting. Number eight, total destruction of the working class. And number nine, politicized and broken Justice Department. And on Sunday, yesterday, President of El Salvador, Nayib Bukele, posted a stunning remark on Twitter Bukili pointed out the elephant in the room that Joe Biden and his handlers are destroying the United States of America, and it is likely on purpose, says a sitting president of a large country. As President Bukili says, something so big and powerful cannot be destroyed so quickly unless the enemies come from within. Can I get an amen? These people are not stupid. We need to stop looking at these people as they are stupid. They are very intelligent. They are evil. There's a difference between stupid and evil, and these people are the latter. They are not the former. Okay? These people are the latter. They are not the former. They are evil. They are not stupid. Okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, what I want to do now is I want to go back to the People's Convoy in D.C. It's been a while since we've covered this because of everything else that's going on in the world, and I apologize for that. But I do want to play you a series of videos of things that are going on in D.C. over this weekend and at the moment right now. And what's going on, folks, is that the police are pulling some pretty disgusting and dirty tactics and literally depriving the right of free movement and travel by vehicles, even if they put up not for hire in their window to make them non-commercial vehicles. What the D.C. cops are doing and the Metropolitan cops are doing is they're blocking off roads so that the truckers cannot clog up those roads or block them themselves. And they're doing this by saying no commercial vehicles allowed on this road. Okay, well then I call on all truckers who are supplying Washington, D.C., with any kind of goods or supplies to say, no, we're standing with our truckers, our brothers and sisters in this people's convoy, and you're not getting anything. Have good luck trying to eat, drink, and do whatever else you do in your cushy little lives. I call on everybody to stop bringing D.C. any kind of goods if this is the kind of tyrannical stuff that's going to happen. I'm going to play you a series of videos here, okay, from my buddy's account. And I'm going to do it a side-by-side here because it's in a landscape version and it's really hard to see those when you're doing a show like this in widescreen. But let me play you a series of videos here so you can see exactly what's going on down there. And it's ridiculous. And we need to do something about it. The mainstream media won't cover it. Let's get it loud. Let's get proud. And let's call on all truckers to stop bringing goods into D.C.
Here comes the cops threatening arrests. It's a restriction that has been put in place. For what reason? It's Can we talk to the person that is in charge of that? It's a restriction that's been put in place. What's up, my man? You about to know. I got you. They remember on the air. I got you. So, so here, here's the. So you got to move the trucks. You got to keep going northbound 295, just like yesterday. Why? Why? Because right now we you're... We want to go into right, town and exercise our First Amendment rights. That was the Constitution of so, the United States. Hold on a second, Alan. So you can go into the, to the city and exercise your constitutional rights. However, right now you can't drive the trucks this way. So if you want to go take other transportation into the city and exercise your constitutional rights, all for it. I'm on, I'm on your side on I, that. Right now, letters, this is restricted. I have letters from children in, got, in the truck. Got you on it. From all over the country. Right now, it's restricted. So 295 is open. Right now, you're blocking the highway. You could be subject to arrest. We're not blocking so, the, we're the highway. highway. You're blocking the highway. Exactly right. They're blocking on, on it, not them. No, you're, you are, to be honest with you, you are absolutely northbound. You're going to close the wall you know that's what I do. To move that way, we've been trying to warn people. The outer loop of the Beltway on 495 in Maryland is shut down for a hazmat incident. So you're probably going to want to take the inner loop. Which is the inner loop? That's that's the way y'all, that's the opposite way if you came today. So that's the inside. You're going to go back through Virginia because of what Maryland's working. Okay. All the lanes are blocked. Okay. So, for now, though, but I want to try to I, I got you, what man. we want to do. Is there another way in other than this exit? There's no. absolutely not. Why? Not with your commercial Why? vehicles. Well, I'm registered for Washington, D.C. I can show you my portion. Gotcha. We don't have trailers with us. Yep. I mean, we understand. Well, wait, our weight limit's legal. Everything's legal. Everything's legal. In fact, so we're being discriminated against. All right? we got to do all all vehicle wait, excuse me. travel excuse is restricted. All we have to do is cross our numbers over and put those. We're not burning cities down. These politicians Absolutely. walk with people that do that. We don't do that. Do you know how many officers were Man, shot? Man, we, we love you guys. Them guys town? are the ones that throw you guys under the bus. We've supported you for From years. The beginning, so we've always supported you. When are we going to get to the point, ladies and gentlemen? When are we going to get to the point where we stop backing the corrupt officers in blue that are just doing what they're told? Here's part two of that right now. That is, that's the ground. Because do you believe the trucks or so, yourselves? I have one question. Do you not care about our freedom in this tyrannical government for yourself, your family, your listen, children, that's your That's not for me to answer. Yeah, I'm that's, asking that's, you personally. It's, yeah, it's not a personal question to me. Why? My job but is to outside move the traffic on this highway. And we will move. And again, outside of this job, if you want to go have a beer together, we can talk about everything. But I'm a representative of the D.C. government right now. I am a metropolitan police officer. Yeah, are you going to represent them when they tell you to start arresting innocent people? I don't believe in that, and I will not stand with that. Hey, I just want to make some. I'm sorry. That, that, that's my answer. I feel sorry for all of you. Hey, how are you, Matt Ball? Hey, so oh, I don't know what you think of this, but the group is here, and we parked over here because we wanted to talk to you. We didn't come here to block anything. We just wanted to introduce ourselves. So you see who these people are and who we are, and that we're not dangerous. We don't want trouble. We don't want to impede traffic. We don't want to do anything wrong. So I just want to make that clear that we're again, that we're here. To, we're here just to meet you. If I was see afraid of you are. guys, yeah. I wouldn't be standing yeah. in the group. Yeah. I appreciate. <laughs> so, in this, I, I keep hearing you. I know no, one legal ground. 
the highway is closed. Based on we've what? closed How the highway. Close the highways? Based on what? We do it all the time. Yeah, you do it all we the do time. We do it all the time for, for, for the past for different days? for different demonstrations that go on in the city. We absolutely do it all the time. So you just said it's it's you blocking the highway, not the trucks. Is that correct? <laughs> So yeah, we have a portion of the highway blocked. Okay. The trucks that are behind me are now in violation because they are parked on a highway and we're ordering them to move. This is no different than an accident being on this ramp and sure. me sitting here waiting. So I've never been threatened to be so, arrested listen. because I'm waiting to get through a closed highway, sir. Well, maybe not. Maybe not around. We do sometimes. We do. Actually, we do free. See, what I don't like about what this cop's doing is he's actually making it look like he's giving a credible and respectable argument, and he is not. Look, cops are the first line of defense. Cops have ultimate authority to make their best judgment and make their best decisions, okay? These cops are wrong. They're in the wrong because they're violating people's rights, period. And they're violating their registrations, and they're violating their commercial contracts with the DMV, and many, other, and many other violations by doing this. This is wrong. I do not respect this cop's answer. I know some of you have said this cop is stuck between a rock and a hard place. I do not agree with that. This cop is making a decision on which side of history to be on. Just like you're making a decision on which side of history to be on. You're either right or you're wrong. There is no in-between when it comes to this kind of stuff. You're violating these truckers' rights. You are in the wrong. And for doing that, sir, you should either be fired or step down for violating your oath to the Constitution and not politicians. Let's keep it moving. So you arrest people because they're stopping because of an accident. This isn't an accident. This is something. What's the difference? Is it illegal to take a commercial vehicle like this in the town? But it's not. You're just telling us that you don't like us because we have trucks. It's not illegal, right? But for right now, so is there another route in there? Your convoy there is not to the downtown area. Because you're just, we have they're discriminating, not you. They're discriminating against our movement. We've we have closed it to all traffic, and we are not until we leave, and then you're going to open it back up, right? It will open later. Yes. Okay. By the way, do you guys remember all of the uh, highways that BLM blocked off last year? You remember that? Do you remember when cars would still go through them and they would be arrested? You remember that? Black Lives Splatter. Remember that? Remember all those memes? Remember that? Does anybody forget? I'm just so confused here about why anybody would support these police and their decision to do this. It's wrong on every level. And you know dang well that if Black Lives Matter and Antifa were there, they'd be allowed to burn Washington, D.C. down. We just want to drive there and protest, but they're not letting them. Even though it's not illegal, even though they have a registration to do so, even though they pay their taxes, they pay their insurance, they're completely legal on the road, you can't go down there with the trucks. Why? Because they don't want the coverage. They don't want the world to see it. They don't want their little precious little swamp to be, to be, uh, to be uh, logged up with, with Trump supporters and not only Trump supporters, but freedom supporters. That's the problem here, ladies and gentlemen. And sooner or later, everybody is going to have to decide which side of history they want to be on. It seems like these cops, they know what side of history they want to be on. And for that, ladies and gentlemen... Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. DC and Metropolitan Police, you get the dumb, dumb award of the day. Hopefully, for your sakes and the sake of your future and your children's future, you decide to make the right decision real quick and stop siding with tyrants. We are going to play one more video today. And I think you need to see this as well, because it seems like a lot of people have forgotten what I'm about to show you, and they can't forget 
as long as we keep it out in the public. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is a video that we've forgotten about that I think we need to go back to. Let me just make sure that I can bring this up on a uh, – I want to get this a little – can we make this a little larger? Let's make this bigger. I want the people to see this. It's not the very best quality video, but it's a video that we should continue to put out there so everybody sees this because with what's going on with Hunter Biden's laptop right now, this is very relevant. Every news station in the world should be playing this video that I'm about to play for you. Some of you will recognize it. Some of you won't. But there is a reason that Hunter Biden's laptop is being investigated again. Do you want to know why? Well, I just think it's really weird that two days after being sanctioned by the Russian government that this all starts to happen. I also think it's kind of weird that it seems like the left and the deep state is starting to turn on Biden and they want to use the 25th Amendment or some reason to get Biden out of there. And I think they're going to use Hunter Biden's laptop. I think the world and the walls, hey, remember the mainstream media? The walls are closing in. This is the beginning of the end. Well, ladies and gentlemen, to, uh, to repeat their parrot mockingbird rhetoric, I think the walls are closing in, and I think this is the beginning of the end for the Biden administration because they need to protect their movement and their globalist agenda at all costs. And Joe Biden, they'll throw his old dementia-ridden butt right under the bus. They do not care. But ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to Tony Bobulinski, since nobody's seen him lately, and the bombshell that he dropped about Hunter and Joe Biden in November or October of 2020. Here we go. Involvement of the Biden family, Vice President Biden, his brother Jim Biden and his son Hunter Biden in dealings with the Chinese. I've heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. I have firsthand knowledge about this because I directly dealt with the Biden family, including Joe Biden. I have also heard that Vice President Biden said on Tuesday that Senator Ron Johnson, the chair of the Senate Homeland Security Committee, should be ashamed for suggesting that Biden family sought to profit from their name. Well, here are the facts I know, and everything I'm saying is corroborated by emails, WhatsApp chats, agreements, documents, and other evidence. And the American people can judge for themselves. I brought, I guess, for record, three phones that spanned the years 2015 through 2018. These phones have never been held by anybody else besides myself. I was told this past Sunday by somebody who was also involved in this matter that if I went public this information, it'd be, it would bury all of us, man. The Bidens included. I have no wish to bury anyone. I've never been political. The few contributions I have made have been to Democrats. But what I am is a patriot and a veteran. To protect my family name and my business reputation, I need to ensure that the true facts are out there. In late 2015, I was approached by James Gillier, whom I had known for many years, about joining him in a deal which he said would involve the Chinese state-owned enterprise, CEFC China Energy, and what he called one of the most prominent families in the United States. I was informed first by Gillier and then by Hunter Biden and by Rob Walker, who was working with the Bidens, that the Bidens wanted to form a new entity with CFC, which was to invest in infrastructure, real estate, and technology in the U.S. and around the world, 
and the entity would initially be capitalized with $10 million and then grow to billions of dollars of investment capital. After months of discussion, I agreed at Gillier and Hunter Biden's request to become CEO of the entity to be called Sinohawk. Sino representing the Chinese side, Hawk representing Hunter Biden's brother Bo's favorite animal. And between February and May 2017, we exchanged numerous emails, documents, and WhatsApp messages concerning Sinohawk and its potential business. On May 2nd... Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted to replay a big portion of that video. Um, I personally, if you want my personal opinion, President Donald Trump's statement of the best is yet to come and the deep state has already been brought to, is already being brought to heel. The process has already begun. It's not a coincidence that Hunter Biden's laptop in a seven-day period of time from when President Trump say, said the deep state will be brought to heel, the process has already begun. Three days later, President, uh, President Putin puts a uh, sanctions on Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, and then two days later, his laptop is now being investigated again. And, ladies and gentlemen, massive bombshells of him covering up million-dollar tax deficits and all this stuff are starting to come out. It's not a coincidence. Donald Trump told you to stay patient. This is not a Q thing. This is not a QAnon conspiracy theory. This is reading between the lines, staying grounded, and putting two and two together like a person with a brain can do and starting to see the forest for the trees. And I think, folks, the best is truly yet to come. God bless each and every one of you. Hopefully, we're having some guests on this week. We're going to have Dave Shostokas. Hopefully, we have Mike Lindell. Again, folks, make sure you continue to support Mike Lindell. I know it's hard. I know you probably already have two or three things from him. Make sure you continue to buy things when you're looking for those items from Mike Lindell and using the promo code also. Right now, please go to PatriotFoods.com. Start stocking up with real fresh farm produce, not this Walmart supermarket crap you know what i mean and use the promo code lfa there and also folks if you can consider becoming a donor to the show god bless each and every one of you i it's been an honor to be here with you it's been an honor to be on real america's voice news and we will continue to fight remember there are right ways and wrong ways but there's only one yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back keep your chest out and keep that head up high because you are a child of god and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper i'll see you tonight at 5 p.m for more live from america until then folks have a great day keep a smile on your face and spread the gospel see you later Rebirth of america.